0: Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. We're gonna count down a shark tank and um, I guess it's, what episode is it? I don't know, 20 maybe? Season eight, episode 20. S, eight, E, 20. Hang on a second, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants, 11 benevolent elephants. All right, now I'm ready to do a hey gang. First off, Um, okay, public restrooms, um, you know what, I don't need to be protected from any sexes in there, do you know what I mean, and I know I'm a guy, but let me just say, I don't care what gender's in there, but there are, you know, like if I could decide, how about tats, no tats, how about that, those are the public restrooms. They're unisex for anybody, for all ages. If you got tats, use the one side with the, you know, they probably scribble some tats all over the door, or just uh, like an arm with the tat on it, and then the and then the other one, nothing. It just says uh, clean skin, or you know, just clear skin. There you go picture of an arm with tats and then a picture of an arm with no tats and that's then you just go in to me that's just as good it's peace of mind right that's what it's supposed to be about hey i should be able to go to the bathroom without fear of anything okay that's my peace of mind nobody who's got a tat is in there and i, I know a lot of people a lot of you gang has tats But so what? You know, if we're just talking, a lot of people say, hey, if it's got a penis, I don't want it in there with me, which I totally get. I'm just saying, if it was all about me, if it was my world, if instead of Earth, it was called Howard Kramer's ball of dirt, then I go, hey, yeah, let's just make them tat no tat. Just to switch it up. Let's divide society among more lines. I'm sick of using your tattoo privilege to just come into the regular... I mean, whatever. However it works out. Okay. All right, let's do it. Coming in at number five. Of all the things wish you'd never done, I've heard you say that this is number one. Another life, down another road Perhaps you're better off to never know Don't dream of all the ways things could have been Remember all the faces you let in Remember all the faces still unseen So enough, to see just what I need. All right, there we go, Mac DeMarco with this, what's the song called, Baby You're Out, track three on his new album, This Old Dog. Though Mac DeMarco has become known in part for playing a lovable buffoon online and on stage, when did he do that? He's also quietly assembled one of his, one of the most rewarding bodies of work in indie rock. That's what I I want a rewarding body of work. This old dog picks up where Salad Days left off with a set of sunlit. Just shut up. Ah, editor's notes. What editors? How are those editor's notes? What do you edit? Why well, edit the uh, the iTunes blurb about the artist? But then you're a you're a writer. What? <laughs> They're they they're farming this out to a bunch of people. Wouldn't it just be one guy? Hey, here's... I'm sorry, it's not a magazine. You're not an editor. All right. I got to pick my battles. First up into the tank was Brandon Zavellis with Apollo Peak. Oh, yeah. This guy comes in He's suspect to me immediately because he's showing chest hair. He's got button-down shirt showing chest hair. To me, why distract from your pitch? Throw on a sweater. Throw on a turtleneck. Why distract? If that is a, you know, if that is a uh, deal breaker for some people, hey, he looks like a. Uh, you know, a wild and crazy guy showing chest hair. Hey, Air on the side of turtleneck. Okay? It's the same when you fly. Air on the side of all your skin is covered, not all your skin's uncovered. Never go tank top on a plane. Never go speedo. Cover it. Thank you. Anyway, this guy's product was. Wine for pets. Basically, little bottles of wine, non alcoholic, but they have catnip in them and herbs. So when the cat smells it, it gets messed up. And um, he sold $192,000 worth of this stuff already. And uh, who gave him a deal? Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful gave him a deal. Hey, you guys, I watched a documentary called Mifune about Toshiro Mifune. Am I saying it right? Anyway, he's like a great Japanese actor. Great. Like maybe the best actor of all time, period. Forget about country. Yeah, he's that good. He's up there with Brando and De Niro. Pacino, I never put him as high up. I know it's just personal preference, but Pacino, he always seemed to me as he's vamping and goofing around. So did Brando, but Brando... I don't know. He owned it. He invented it. Brando is GOAT. Brando is Michael Jordan. De Niro is... He's more than Kobe. You gotta say he's... Is he arguably better than Brett? I don't know. Maybe he's LeBron. Did, this is a tough one. Can you? It's tough to compare those. Brando did it Anyway, Mifune. He's good, gang. Sorry, I got lost in that one. It's a whole documentary about uh, Toho films. I think it was anyway. These guys were highly influential. They influenced the Spaghetti Westerns uh, with the Samurai movie. It was him and Kurosawa. And uh, I've probably watched four or five Mifune's. I know I've seen Yo Jimbo. I know I've seen... Was he in uh, Rashomon? I know I've seen that. Yeah, he was in it. It was in the dock. Just watched a dock and can't remember if he was in... Okay. Oh. I gotta move on, gang, let's see what's coming in at number four. Coming in at number four. You know what, that's a Mac DeMarco. What happened? Wait, let me give you a different one. I think this one's upbeat. Here we go. You're always kept me straight, you'd never learn You run the risk of all the risk you take you don't feel like all the time you put in went away Anyway, sorry about the skip there. That's Mac DeMarco. You get it. It's like stoner rock, whatever you want. I don't know how they describe it. To me, it's like he sings like Damon from Blur and Gorillaz, but he looks like Flea, and then he sounds kind of like Ween. I don't know if you remember Ween from New Hope, Pennsylvania. Check them out. They got great albums. By the way, I tried to listen to that Gorillaz, and... I I, I guess if you like comic books and graphic novels, then you like... Every album is just 10 different rappers, and then they do their blurish kind of music, and then a rapper... I'm over it. Uh, Let me know what I'm missing. Um, Hit me on Twitter. I mean, I don't want to just write them off, but they never really hooked me in. To me, their greatest contribution is they inspired the name G-Unit. And that, that gave Fiddy and his crew. Uh, that's true, by the way. Gorillas had just come out and they needed a name. So they went G-Unit off of Gorillas. But, uh, come on. I don't know if you're familiar with G-Unit, but they had some serious good stuff going on back in the day before Kanye crushed them. But, I mean, Lloyd Banks and Young Buck. and Check out the song Bloodhound. If you don't know that one by Fiddy, that's my favorite. That's probably my one of my favorite G-Unit songs. Okay, I, I, I'm not a big champ of, uh, you know, aughts, gangster rap, but that was good stuff. Where are we at, gang? Oh, yeah. I watched another documentary. This one was about uh, the photographers of country music. It was on Netflix, Redstream. Check it out. But they had a part in there about the Grand Ole Opry. I went there with my mom. You know, it's in Nashville. It used to be right in the center of town. They moved it. But anyway, the whole route, the way that got started, there was an insurance company in Nashville, and they had decided we're gonna buy a ra- we're gonna start a radio station, and uh, they called it WMS or something like that. And then one day they were playing opera music, real opera music. And then the guy comes on, he goes, that was grand opera. And here now we got the grand old opera. He just said it off the cuff. He was just kind of making shit up. Now here's the grand old opera. And they started playing country music. So the name stuck. And then it became a whole thing. You'd go to see all the stars play at the grand old opera. They said that's what made Nashville Nashville in a lot of ways. So I don't know. It's just weird. You initially would say, "Hey, I don't want some insurance company starting a radio station. They're just going to get everyone hooked on music." And then, I mean, the, even the salesman they said would show up at your house, and they go, "Hey, I'm from W. I'm from the Grand Old Opry," and they would pull out a insurance brochure, and it would have all the country stars on it. You know what I mean? To a local bumpkin, it's almost like you're that you're one step closer to, to all these stars. So you invite the guy in your house and you buy insurance. So it's kind of a scam. But a scam with a unintended consequence. They turned Nashville into one of the great music towns in the world. I think that's the way I read into it. That's the way I read into it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, where were we? Right, let's see what's coming in at number three. Uh-huh. Well, I woke up still not dead again today. The internet said I had passed away. Well, if I died, I wasn't dead to stay. And I woke up still not dead again today. Well, I woke up still not dead again today. The there you go. That's Willie Nelson with Woke Up Not Dead. Wait, it's called Still Not Dead. And it's on his new album, God's Problem Child. If you like Willie Nelson, you'll love this album. Uh, I think he's... uh He's good. Let's see what the editor said on this one. A few years into his 80s, and Willie Nelson's touch is as light and comforting as ever. God's problem child is a mellow, often reflective set of outlaw country and folk that find... Oh, often... Damn it! All right, take it again. In three, two, one. God's problem child is a mellow, often reflective set of outlaw country and folk that reminds... That finds... That finds Nelson wrestling directly with mortality. Sometimes gravely. Uh-oh, gravely. I get it. You're not an editor, still. Editor is like. You know, m- remember at the in the in the back of the old Marvel comic books? Stan Lee with letters from the editor. That's the guy. I this sounds like a guy who was farmed out some work and he's writing about it. At Starbucks on his laptop, and he's going to email it to his office, to his boss at iTunes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Hang on. Okay, listen to this story. Girl 10 frees herself from gator's jaws. And that's not a shark. That's an alligator. A 10-year-old girl in Florida managed to avoid becoming a statistic and a meal when she was attacked by an alligator around twice her size. Authorities say the girl was sitting in shallow water about 10 feet, oh boy, sitting in shallow water 10 feet from the shore in Lake Mary Jane. Ha <laughs> that's in Orlando, Lake Mary Jane. I love you, Mary Jane. They smoke weed over there. Is that where 10 year olds go to smoke weed in Orlando? Hey, what y'all doing today? Oh, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> Boring. I'm gonna be out at Lake Mary Jane. How did she get out of this? The girl whose relatives were around 30 feet from shore, Four, okay, she was able to pry the animal's jaws open? Wait, In free. how does a 10-year-old pry a gator's jaws open? The girl's father says that in a move learned in a trip to the Gatorland theme park. See, that's where you take your kid, get him, get him an education. You know what I mean? You can spend all this money on college. Get it out of the way, man. Ten years old. Take her to Gatorland. Oh, she poked the alligator in the nostril. Wow. Is that what you're supposed to do? I guess poke it in the eye or the nostril, somewhere vulnerable. You don't have much choice, right? Punching it in the side doesn't seem like you'd even feel it. Take it one of its fingers and bend it back. Hey, you're right there by its mouth, why not shove your hand in his nostril? If you can't take out an eye, go for the nostril. Nice work. I gotta say that, well, you know what? I'm not gonna get into that one. It's dark. I'm exci- I- I'm glad that this is this gives hope. This gives hope. It's gonna put pressure on the next person who gets attacked. Oh, you couldn't get out of it? Uh you no, know, they be saying it at your funeral. You know, a ten year old girl figured this out. So you know what I mean? Maybe maybe they're just uh maybe the gators knew what they were doing. They attack they attacked an idiot. Who the hell knows? Hey, so you guys, um, I realized I forgot to do the shark tanks. God, I haven't done a hay gang in a while. I'm out of practice. Sorry, you guys. Sorry, you guys. All right, next up into the tank was Cam McCougler. He called himself a Vermont-trepreneur. You can figure out what that is. And he had a business called Seed Sheet. He comes out, he's got a shirt on that has overalls on it. You know what I mean? It's like a funny t-shirt with a guy who's wearing, you know, just overalls. And um, another guy came out with him who was wearing like the yellow blazer, the ABC Wild World of Sports blazer. And they proceeded to set a world record for spreading seed. These are garden seeds, gang. And uh, there's got to be a world record for spreading seeds sexually. I guess who's ever got the most kids? That's probably not hard to find out. Want me to check? All right, I'll check real quick. But uh, yeah, he came out with the seeds. Most kids ever. Let's see. The greatest officially recorded number of children born to one mother is 69, ah, to the wife of Fyodor Vasiliev, Back in the 1700s, a Russian peasant, in 27 confinements, they call it confinements, were you, were you put in jail to have a kid back in Russia back in the day? In 27 confinement, she gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. This is before medicine of any kind. This is before thermonuclear radiation. How the hell? How did she get that fertile? She's a freak. Holy crap. I mean, criminy. Criminy. That's, like, selfish. Jesus. seven sixty-nine. Is anyone trying to break that record? I don't know. Anyway, they uh, wanted money. I don't think they got a deal. Or someone gave them a deal. I got to blow through these fast. I'm way, I'm way off schedule right now. Okay, next up into the tank was Dude Wipes. It was actually just an update. It was, like, baby wipes for dudes. And, um... The only thing I remember is they went to Walgreens to pitch it. They were and like you know, Walgreens was going to put it in five thousand stores, and Walgreens said yes. But they met in this like tiny white room. It just remind it just. I just thought of how putrid it must be to work at corporate Walgreens. Hey, if you work there, I'm sorry, but but it didn't look fun to me. You know, you might watch a video of me doing stand up with three people in the crowd and go, oh, that looks horrible. I could never do it. Well, you know what? I could never work at corporate Walgreens. I don't know where the hell it was either. All right, now let's back to the tunes. All right, coming in at number two. <laughs> He will wish you for a burner. The killer, if I am you know that it's on the furnace. Bubbage will be at the barge, if I fucking no beats, you run wildly. Kill I you know that it's on the furnace. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He will wish you for. There we go with Timmy, Timmy Turner. That's designer. And I picked that song because, um, okay, go on YouTube. And you know, the magazine Complex, the hip hop magazine, they send people sneaker shopping. So one of the people they sent was designer. And so you get to go see him, it's just this store down on Fairfax, but you get to go see him go in there and spend like 1500 on sneakers. But you just gotta watch for the way he carries himself and the way he talks. It's unbelievable. I mean, the guy just invented a whole new way of talking. You know, you can hear it a little bit in the way he raps, but I can't even do an impression like, just watch that. He's like, (laughs) he's just making noises, and then sometimes he's he's great. He's only nineteen. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable Uh, that type of natural talent. I don't know how you reinvent talking before you hit twenty, but he did it. But uh, you'll have a good time watching that one. All right, next up into the tank was crop sticks. Uh, uh, this, this lady from Honolulu that teaches uh, entrepreneurship, she came out and um, she said she reinvented Hashi, which is Japanese for chopsticks. And she had disposable bamboo chopsticks that were easier to break apart and had a little, like the part you break off the top, to separate the chopsticks, you could also use that to stack the chopsticks on top of, so it's not sitting on a dirty table. Anyway, nobody bought it. They were like, it's a commodity, no one's gonna pay even one cent extra for this, get out. And she did. She got out. Alright, uh, should we do number one? Let's do it. Here we go. They have been away today. You know, mm-hmm. just goes on to show mm-hmm. Till I'm late to rest Yes, always be depressed yeah. There's no life in the west I know the east is the best All the propaganda done spread Tongues will have to confess Oh, I'm in bondage Living is a mess And I've got to rise up alleviate the stress No longer will I expose ah i love it ah coming in at number one that was Boujou banton with till i'm laid to rest uh, you guys, that's not a new song. That's from 1994, back in the day. But check out the album Till Shiloh, which some people consider the best dance hall record of all time. What's dance hall? It's Jamaican rap. So check it out. And, uh, yeah. Boozhoo. God, I love that song. Right, you're going to love that that album. The whole, Most of the whole thing is great. Last up into the tank was Rick Peskovitz, Rick Peskovitz, with Under the Weather. And these were like these little uh, plastic uh, things you could sit in if it's raining or if it's too hot or whatever, if it's windy. see so you have to go to your kid's soccer game, parents, and it starts to rain. The kid doesn't care. He's going to run around kicking the ball. But now you could sit in this zip-up pod. And uh, the guy had a sob story, and they bought it, and it was great. Uh, Who gave him the deal? I forget. Interesting product. I like it. Do I have any new products? Let me think. Do I have any new product ideas? I thought I had one yesterday. If it it comes to me, I'll tell you. But we're running out of time. Anyway, last up, I wanted to congratulate Mr. Conor McGregor from the UFC. Him and his wife, Dee Devlin. They had their first baby and it was a boy. Conor Jack. Donner Jack McGregor. Maybe he'll be as good a fighter as his dad. Maybe his dad will steer him away from the fight game. Time will tell. Anyway, it was great to join you once again on Hey Gang. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to iTunes or Bandcamp to buy one of my albums. Go to Teespring to buy a Have a Summer t-shirt. Go to Who Charted on Facebook and buy a Who Charted t-shirt. We've got a new Jesus Kulop t-shirt. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next. Hey, hoo, hey, hoo, hey, hey, okay. hey,